Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello boys and girls and welcome to Atletico Parsnips with me, Bob Mortimer. I hope you're having a pleasant day and in particular that you are not suffering from any localised itching to the thigh, lower back or inside calf. I would like you to imagine that you are the first customer of the day in a small, quaint Gloucestershire pub. A fire is crackling in the ingle nook and you have just taken your first sip of a creamy, locally brewed bitter. You take a deep, satisfied sigh and relax into the deeply cushioned bench. And then you hear the annoying whine of a moped straining under the weight of its rider pull up outside the pub. The door is thrust open and in strides a stench of a man wearing a Sunderland football shirt and holding a carrier bag full of meat. You want to buy any tripe or kidney, mate? It's on the turn, but you should be okay if you boil a living shit out of it. Mind if I join you, like? I've got a right sweat on. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr. Dawson, Mr. Dawson, the fishmonger stepson, fishmonger stepson. Oh, Mr. Dawson, Mr. Dawson, bought his wife at an auction. Auction. Oh, Andrew, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Spewed up on the flight crew. On the flight crew. All inclusive to coffee. Mm, that's Andrew, Andrew. Oh, that's yes, him. welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, Athletico uh, Parsnips with myself and uh, Andrew, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Hope you're feeling good. Well, I am after spewing up all over them trolley dollies. I got a quiz, you know, Andrew. Have you? Yeah. What you, do you want? My quiz. I want your quiz, real I, bad. Well, what I did, what I've done is, is I've gone back to because uh, I'm a fair man. I've gone back to your. You say that, but well, listen up. Let's take another trip to Asda. <sighs> right. Okay. You know that's where you play Home your advantage, joke, isn't it? Yeah. You play your joker at Asda, much, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I've looked at the breaded chicken landscape. Yeah. Ooh. So it's called Nuggets Boing Pop Unicorns Thwack. No, it's called Nuggets, Boing Pop, Unicorns, Thwack, Peanuts, Lumps. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Give me just a little more time. Lumps. Okay, so, no offers, all legit. Mm -hmm. Asda own 38 breaded chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. Bernard Matthews, 10 chicken unicorns. Asda, 18 breaded chicken breast lumps. Lumps? Is that what it says on the packet? Lumps. Chunks, it said. Chunks. That should be fair, chunks. You haven't been fair, have you? Uh, right, I'm going to go... Most pricey to how, list. How big are the, uh, the unicorns? I'm sorry I didn't get that detail. No. Um, I'm just going to have a shot in the dark then. The most expensive is the nuggets. The, how many lumps was there? Uh, ten. No, sorry, 18 lumps, yeah. 10 unicorns, All right. 38 Lump- nuggets. Christ, nuggets, 
lumps unicorns. Most expensive lumps. No, I said nuggets first, didn't I? Nuggets most expensive, then lumps, then unicorns. It's wrong, isn't it? Unicorns yeah! is the middle one. Unicorns <laughs> is the middle one. 18 breaded chicken breast lumps, £2.50. 38 breaded chicken nuggets, £2.10. Bernard's, Mr Matthew's unicorns, oh, £1.95. Unlucky, Andrew. Are you familiar with the unicorn? Well, in a turkey form. Or... Right, it says it chicken. chicken. It says chicken, yeah. To entice the young girls into the world of what, nuggets, what's, isn't it? What's Matthew's doing chicken for? I know he's dead now. Is this, is this the family's wishes? Is it to move into chicken? He, on his de- it's, it's a t- actually, it's a real story that because on his deathbed yeah. he said, "Never move into chicken. Pivot, pivot, don't pivot to chicken. <laughs> Keep it turkey. <laughs> for four Keep generations, I want it kept as turkey." So I thought I'd do a crime files, right? Uh, Okay, Andrew. All right, well, me. I need you to help me with this. Right, that means I've got to get the sound effects up. You got to get sound effects up. You got the to get your, your head round it. Up, I am alert and ready. Go. Crime files. We lock our doors at night to keep out the outside world, to keep evil out. But what happens when evil has a key? These were the words spoken by Neil Hunt, nonsense Potter. A man who knew, knows firsthand how evil can dece- deceptively find a way into your home without warning. Prepare to enter his nightmare. Evil has a key. Sept- <laughs> September the 25th, 2018 was just another stale and humdrum day at Neil's Nonsense Pottery, situated in an old coach house just off the high street in the village of Rotham. Neil arrived at 7.30 to fire up his kiln, leaving his studio doors wide open. His first customer entered the pottery at 11am and started to examine the pieces on display without acknowledging Neil's presence. After about five minutes, Neil decided to break the silence. Excuse me! Sorry. Excuse me, matey boy! A simple hello or good morning wouldn't go amiss, you know. It's called good manners, and like everything else in this country, it seems to have gone to hell like a tod down a water slide. Oh, I do apologise. I didn't see you there. Is this your nonsense pottery? It was Roy Hodgson, manager of the Crystal Palace Football Hub. Yes, I'm Neil Hunt, nonsense potter. Apology accepted. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Have you heard of the fantasy war strategy game? I'm so sorry, what was that? Warhammer. Warhammer. No, Warhammer. No, Warhammer. I'm sorry, I've never heard of it. What's it got to do with nonsense pottery? Well, each player has a small army of figurines that fight for them in a kind of virtual battle on, e.g., a six foot by four foot tabletop. Fucking Nora. So you're looking for something for a grandchild or a hospital kid? No, it's for me. I'm the reigning overlord of distraction at Crystal Palace. I reckon if I get my own customised pieces, that mug Andrus Townsend will have a nervous breakdown and I can replace him with a half-wit youth player. Happy days! But you're about fucking 80. Is your mind drifting or something? Are you on the pills like half the rest of this fucking Todd kingdom? What did you say? I'll have you know that I'm 72 years of age, and that, in Orkias, is a meagre 31 years old. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck was that you said? Meagre? 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 Are you fucking deaf, you little pot of nonsense? Wilfred, get out of here now! 
At that command, Wilfred Saha strides through the door, wearing metallic R-effect armour and yielding a huge steel-effect axe. He believes himself to be Grimbor Ironhide, commander of the Greenskin Orcs. Right, Wilfred, give this little prick a clout with your axe. Why, what has he done, Puss? Oh, he's accused me of having mind drift and being on the nerve pills. Now, as your reigning lord of destruction, I command you to clat him up a bit. Sahar took a few steps towards Neil and raised his steel effect axe above his head, preparing to strike. Now, hold on. Now, fuck. Just fucking hold on. This is a private fucking pottery. And who in the name of a lifelong fuck contest is this bogus fucking Todd warrior? I'm a representation of Grimbor Ironhide, you know, the warlord of the green-skin orcs. My armour is forged in blood and my sword, Gitznik, is a right bastard, isn't it? Is this something to do with Wardhammer? Wardhammer! For fuck's sake... Speak, you speak like a fucking goblin with a mouth full of piss. Just get out. Both of you, get out of my pottery or phone the police. Or I might even phone my brother and you should know he owns a fucking sword emporium in High Wycombe. <laughs> the police aren't going to be much good against Grimgore Ironhide. He's a fucking lunatic. Strike him down, Grimgore. I'm well bored of him. Sahar raised his axe again and brought it down on Neil's skull. The shaft of the axe disintegrated immediately on impact. Neil was totally uninjured. Polysty- Polly fucking styrene! You're up against Neil Hunt nonsense Potter, and you come armed with a fucking axe from clown school? Fuck's sake, Wilfred, you've been cutting corners on the old weaponry. Did you bring any potions we could lob into this Muppet's face? Yeah, I got a small pouch of devil's hemlock in it. Oh, lob it into his mashing, you skinny prick! Sahar immediately took a small glass bottle out of his slacks <laughs> out of the slacks beneath his fake armor and threw a quick uh, threw a thick green liquid into Neil's face. Jesus, it's viscous. It's, it's fucking acid. Have you done a fucking dance floor attack on me? Why would you do that to lovely old me? I give money to shit donkeys. Oh, hold on, is this fairy fucking liquid? Yeah, well spotted. You know, real hemlock is well crunchy to get hold of, isn't it? You're using a detergent in the heat of battle, you witless bollock! Come on, if that's all you've got in your locker, we'd better fuck off out of this miserable clay shithole. This bloke is one angry muppet. Yes, yes, go on, you pair of Todd warriors. Fuck off out of here. I'm Neil Hunt and I'm loving my fucking life! And Neil laughed and laughed as if every single grain of sand in his kiln was delivering the punchline to a political joke. (laughs) Oh, it's a good talk sport this week, Andy. (laughs) It's talk sport being on, has it? Yeah, I said this is going to be a good one, so I recorded it. Um, I'm glad I did, actually. Uh, Jim White show. You brought your little cassette recorder in there, press play on it. Yep. Yep. Um... (laughs) Hello and welcome back to TalkSport with Medium White. I can't tell you how excited I am by the excitement being generated by this exciting show. And it's about to go into excitement overdrive as I introduce my next guest, Mr. Michael Owen. Welcome, Michael. And how excited are you to be here today? I'm very excited to be here. It is up there with the most exciting times of my life. 
That's what I like to hear. I'll tell you how excited I am to have you as my guest today, Michael. I've just eaten three Jaffa cakes at once without nibbling away at the chocolate rim. So, hey, listeners, please phone in if you've ever eaten anything disc-shaped without nibbling away at the rim. So, Michael, your new book, what's it about? And is it exciting? The book is about my life as a footballer. It documents what happened to me during my career as a footballer. It tells the story of what happened to me when I was a footballer. Oh, sounds very exciting. I'm just going to have to chuck this two-finger Kit Kat down my neck without nibbling away at the side chocolate. That's a measure of how excited I am. Was it exciting to write? Oh, you bet it was, Jim. I had to think a lot about what occurred during my career, both on and off the field. And if that wasn't exciting enough, I also had to go to meetings and take telephone calls on my home phone. Steady on, Michael. You're painting a picture. That's so exciting. I'm going to have to take a fart into my pickle jar. Back after this break, folks. Do you sometimes wish you could click your fingers and be sat on it? Oh, the fuck has gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. <clears throat> Do you sometimes wish you could click your fingers and be sat on a beach in the Caribbean? Do you sometimes wish you could just clap your hands and be at the wheel of a brand new sports car? Do you sometimes wish you could just make one phone call and be completely free of debt? Well, <laughs> well, now you can. With the instant loans of up to £20,000, a Linonium home wrecker loan arrangement could instantly let you break free from the chains of debt. Is that your sports car outside the casino? You must have taken out a linoleum homewrecker arrangement. <laughs> linoleum loans are an unregistered credit broker. APR £2,000 per cent per fortnight. Non-payment may lead to loss of everything you own or ever dreamed of acquiring. <laughs> so, Michael, you've landed yourself in a bit of controversy with your comments on Newcastle United. It's an exciting prospect to hear what you've got to say about that. I've got my pickle-lily jar handy in case your response is just too damn exciting. And listeners, please do phone in if you've had a particularly... If you have a particular fermented pickle product you like to fart into if things get a bit too lively. Michael? I think it's been blown out of all proportion... The Newcastle fans sussed me out as someone who couldn't care less about the club, so I got a sulk on. But do you not think that with the wages you were being paid, the club deserves better than that? No, not really. It didn't say in my contract that I wasn't allowed to sulk. In fact, these days, and I mention it in the book, I always have a clause in my contract specifically allowing me to sulk. For example, when I am promoting timeshares in Dubai. Oh, I love Dubai. All that heat and the hot golf and the baking helicopters and the scorching sand and the hot shorts on the lads by the pool. Oh, just thinking about it, it gets me so excited. I'm going to have to lay a Tommy squeaker into this sauerkraut pot. So, do you have a message for the Newcastle fans? Please buy my book which chronicles my time at Newcastle and gives a real and exciting insight into my massive sulk at the club 
at the club and oh it's there yeah and what I spent the club's money on during that period oh excellent you're such an honest and exciting character Michael I wish you all the best back after this is this you on your way to work I feel drab and unmotivated I just haven't got any get up and go I wish I was at home in bed I have zero energy. What's wrong with me? Why am I always so tired? If it's you, then you need to start your day with Pete's mind oil. <laughs> Here we try this. Pete's mind oil. 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 Put a spring in your step, drink it every day. It's made from frozen spuds and a bit of farmyard hay. <laughs> Pete's mind oil. Pete's mind oil. Pete's mind oil. Oh, God. Um, so that way uh, I stopped recording. Did then you, I, yeah, you I ran out of like adverts. <laughs> well, there you go. Great uh, plug for Michael Owen's book there, which I'll certainly not be reading. You were a bit like John Cooper Clark then. Did you think? A bit, bit. It's like well, a scouse John Cooper Clark. I'll take that as a compliment. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, listen, um, if, if people subscribe to our Athletic Go Parsnips, Club Parsnips thing, they get to ask us questions for the Athletic Go Parsnips episode, don't they? And we, yeah. we try our best to answer some of them. Yeah. From Jonah Griffin, and he says, can Mark Lawrenson give us his top 10 motorways and air roads? Thanks in advance. Good question. So I've, Good I've request. handed that on to Mark Lawrenson, and he's, uh, he's come up with the goods, as you'd expect. Here we go. Mark Lawrenson here with my top 10 motorways and A roads for you. 10. M6 Southern Section. My least favourite. The concept of tolls on motorways knocks me sick. 9. M4. Smashing drive in the right conditions. 8. M1. Not all it's cracked up to be, to be honest. 7. M23. Gateway to the seaside. 6. A66. <laughs> prone to flooding, but otherwise a lovely drive. 5. M55. See also M23. 4. A1. Just a truly amazing road. It is, it is, Mark. 3. A19. 
just an A road, but when it's flowing smoothly, it feels like an M road. Two, M6, northern section. Once you get north of Preston, it's a visual treat. <laughs> Number one, M62, highest motorway in the UK. I love driving past Stothall Farm. I'm Mark Lawrenson. They're my top ten motorways and A roads. Please let me know yours. Very good. Mark Lawrenson there. He knows his stuff, though. I, oh, I yeah. agree with an awful lot of that. I thought it was a good list. Yeah. It is a good yeah. list. He's right about that A19 sometimes feeling like yeah. a motorway. But if you, you know. get congestion on the A19, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But wait, when it's flowing smoothly. Only downfall for me is lack of lighting at night time. Light, yeah, lighting. Sort of between and, Thirsk and um, Middlesbrough. Yeah. The, um, it is a bit tricky, that. And yeah. one of the services on that stretch, mm-hmm. Thirsk to sort of um, the motorway yeah. to, to the A1, yeah. the terrible services there. There's is like it? a garage that's there's a, there's a pretending garage. to be a village shop. That yeah. one. Yeah. Well, it does its job. You know, it's just a, it's a connector between the A19 and the A1M. No, so. don't tell me it does its job because I know it doesn't. One, you can't get coffee there. You can only get tea. There's a coffee machine in there now. No, 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 no. no there <laughs> is. <laughs> there recently. In the shit one. The one, yeah. On the, the one going the... Um, north. From the motorway. It's not a BP or a Texaco or anything. No, I don't know which one you're on about. Are you talking about the year, is it the year 168 where you come off no, the No, it's not. It's the A19. On the year 19? Yeah. And right. it, here's the big, the one for me, the big one for me. It doesn't sell Ginchester's pasties. <laughs> right. Okay. I think I know which one you mean. It looks like it's it's like a white brick building. Is that it, that one? I don't know. But and the petrol pumps are behind it. I think is that's the, right. Yeah, and there's a huge park, shitty yeah, park. The shop bit's really small, yeah. really narrow aisles. Yeah, yeah. The new light. I'm that sure one. there's a coffee machine. There, in there. isn't. It's the only you can have hot water in a tea bag. It's wow. like welcome to tea side. You yeah, know. Yeah, there's I mean? another one a bit further up, up though. You could use that. There is. There is. That is I'll true. Cut, I'll cut all this out. So, um, Holmes and the Hammer was on this week. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh, Did you on the radio? <laughs> Did you record it? Yeah, of course I record. MP3, I record every week. Um This one's record. Is there anything else but WAV and MP3? There's M4As and uh, there's there's FLAC files, but they're like really, really big. All Bigger right. than a WAV. Okay, well, or it's... better quality. It's a WAV. It's a WAV. It's a WAV, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I taped it. So uh, it's, you know, it's Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer. Yeah. And he goes to visit famous footballers' houses. Right. Um, this week you went to Peter Beardsley's house. Oh, nice. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, hello, Martin, from Arms and uh, uh, the Hammer. Do come in, and I must say, it is very nice to see you. Uh, would you like a, a nice boiled egg? Hello, Peter. What? How does he put a picture? Hello. An unusual, <laughs> what an unusual initial gambit that was. A bit different, if you don't mind me saying. But I like it. Yes, I will have a boiled egg. It sounds scrummy. Oh, are you talking to, you miserable dial? <laughs> it's Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer. Sorry, so that was... Uh, no, it's Martin from <laughs> Holmes Under the Hammer. Don't be fucking daft, you deluded spoke. Hello, love, it's me, Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer. Come and have a look. I've come to have a look at you, wonderful home. <laughs> oh... Hello, Martin. Has the spooky baby offered you a poochie by way of a welcome? I assure you, he will make the yellow very fucking <laughs> Hello, 
Well, yeah. Well, he offered me a boiled egg, actually. How fucking typical of that fucking lazy prick. He should know by now that a boiler is inappropriate at this time of day. Would you like to change to a nice fucking porchy? Uh, I don't mind. I'm easy. Yes, me too. Uh, <laughs> fetch Martin a couple of fucking porchies, pancakes, yes, and do not fuck about. So, this is the hallway, I see. It's adorned with pictures of Peter's career on one side and images of what can only be described as egg dishes on the other. That's very unusual, but I like it. 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 Like it. Here we go. Putting all over the world. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Martin, you are fucking funny. And a real man, unlike my fucking useless husband. Yes, the frame pictures of the egg dishes are some of my personal favourites. Egg and chips, potato omelette, open top egg and cress sandwich, egg spaghetti and egg for and for you. I wouldn't look at pictures of Peter if I were you. They might turn your fucking stomach. Come through into the lounge. My, oh, what an unusual room. I'll describe it to the listeners. It's got a very large TV, currently showing police interceptors, and facing that is a sage green sofa. There's a coffee table in front of the sofa and a brown carpet. And to be honest, that's about it. Yes, this is my princess's viewing room, and the sofa is my throne. <laughs> Occasionally, Peter is allowed in to deliver me eggs, or have a quick scrut around on me fronties. <laughs> Forgive me for saying, but the sofa is absolutely filthy. Yes, it's largely egg spillage and other seepage. It hardens over time and it's nice to pick at during, for example, a tense interrogation scene in Cops Court on Fulton Family. <laughs> a bit unusual for a TV snack, very different. But do you know what? I like it. Tell me about the stains on the carpet in front of this up. Almost look like blood, like a crime scene. <laughs> Oh, no. The only uh, crime committed in my house is my husband's awful fucking jokes. It's not blood, it's just leg ketchup that leaks from my swollen leg. It's quite crunchy when it dries, which is nice, you know, when you've got an itchy fucking foot. <laughs> Shall we go into the kitchen and see how Peter's getting on? If we fucking must... <laughs> Uh, hello, Martin from Holmes and the Hammerhead, hello, love. So, describe the kitchen to our listeners, Peter. There's a good lad. Uh, right, well, it's got uh, brown wood cabinets and a lovely window over the sink where you can stare out. Sometimes I see maybe three or four flies in an hour. Sometimes I see a daddy long legs looking at me like I'm just saying like an advert, you know, but either way it's quite a spectacle. Uh, oh, your porches are nearly done. How do you like them, Martin? Oh, nice firm yolk for me, please. And lots of salt and pepper to help with me hangover. Firm yolks? Firm fucking yolks? Has your mind turned fucking quite chaotic? <laughs> That's how I like them. There's nothing unusual about that, is there? 
Oh, mm, uh, I'm afraid in this house, Martin, it's our way or the highway. And our way's... Very fucking runny! How dare you insult the Princess Carol! Get out of here before I lamp you so fucking hard! Your knackers will deflate and you'll wake up in Ada Provence covered in bear shit! <laughs> oh, message received loud and clear! I must say that's a very unusual threat! A bit different, but I like it, so thank you both and good luck! You're a good lad, Peter. Now, throw those porches in the next to your door's fucking garden. I can see if they have took a turn towards the firm. <laughs> okay, love. And that was the, uh, the, 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 end, the end of it. The end of it. End of the wav. Press yeah. stop. Yeah. Wow. You, like, you enjoy that one? I love the Princess Carol. I'm going to buy a boat one day. Call it the Princess <laughs> Carol. That's my dream now. Recently, I did the, the Ringo or Marlin true or false quiz. Would you like me to bring that back? Go on, then. I'll have so, a go. I'll have a go. So, uh, if it's just, correct, it's Ringo. If it's correct, well, if it's true, yeah. I'll say free sweeties. Right. And if it's false, I'll say Marlin. Okay, and will you it, laugh as well? I might do. I'll okay. See. I'll All see. right, let's All right, play. So, here we go. Ringo or Marlin. Neil Armstrong had to go through customs and immigration when he came back from the moon. True. Free sweeties. It is true. Yay! Yeah, he did. Uh, Bill Gates owns the world's largest collection of dinosaur testicles. False. Free sweeties. Ah. True. Absolutely true. The human brain is 90% fat. True. Marlene! <laughs> ah, I did get it's a laugh. Actually, 60%. 60%. Although mine is about 85. <laughs> uh, Mike the chicken lived 18 months without his head. False. Free sweeties. True. True story that Mike the chicken looked it up, kids. And what a life that must have been. Uh, well, I'd love that. 18 months without me, 85% fat head. Uh, finally, cheese filled with live maggots is a Mediterranean a Mediterranean delicacy. True. <laughs> Free sweeties. It yes, was true. it was true. Uh, there's maggots in the cheese, and they can leap out. So you've got to uh, cover it with your hands to stop the maggots jumping into your eyes. Apparently. So hold on, are you saying the maggot has conquered land, sea, and air? Uh, Maybe you are. Con- has the maggot conquered the sea? <laughs> I think so. Well, you maggots- fish with them, don't you? <laughs> Oh, you do, yeah. You know, and this It's survive. not conquering it, though. You're using it. Okay. It was just a thought, Andrew. Have you ever tried grenade fishing? Have you seen that oh, on YouTube? I've heard of it, yeah. I think it's an East European thing. They just chuck a grenade in the lake and then scoop up all the dead scoop fish. Scoop up all the fish. There's not much skill involved, I don't think. I know, I, it's, um, um, I know that um, they say that you can go into a little pool and smack the living shit out of it <laughs> with a plank or something and that it will stun a fish. You know, the vibrations of the water, but I don't oh, know if it's really? true. I'd love to see you. Maybe that's something if you get another series, you could experiment a bit <laughs> with that sort of thing. I'm going to do a Scottish tale, Andrew. Go on, then. Young Patrick McSalmon was 15 years old and imbibed with much curiosity about the, how the world worked. He excelled at school in both the sciences and the arts and had a sporty bent to boot. He was a favourite amongst the lassies and they would often contrive to chance across him as he walked the island pathways. 
One day he was sat alone, overlooking Tallow Cove, thankful for the clarity of the day, allowing him a glimpse of the mainland in the far distance. He closed his eyes and imagined himself striding around the out-of-town retail park with a bottle of iron brew in his hand and a cluster of his mother's oat cakes in his pocket. First up would be Home Bargain Store to marvel at the four-pack of Cousin's Imperial Leather on sale for just 89p. It would make him giddy thinking of the quantity of suds contained in those bars. Then across the way to the car park where he would marvel at the sheer power and versatility of the Kircher Power Jet Cleaner being used to remove chuddy from the pavements. He would then amble into Costa Coffee and imagine himself to be employed there. How can I help you, madam? I'll have a tall, skinny latte. Certainly you will. And would you no like a rock-hard biscuit or a fancy with that? No, thank you, laddie. Do you have the Wi-Fi code? Yes, I do. It's here on this loyalty card, which also grants you a free cup of coffee after the tenth purchase. Won't that be a day to remember? At that moment he was woken from his reverie by the sound of a lassie giggling behind him. What are you doing here, Patrick McSamon? Dreaming of a life away from the island, if I'm no mistaken. Aye, I suppose. Do you mind if I join you? It's my last day afore I go into the service of the laird. Well, you mustn't be seen on my company, lassie. Then for the laird will expect you to be chaste and reputable. Och, there's near one a mound for miles. Allow me one or two moments in your company. At this juncture, the lassie removed her nylon cagoule and about ten kilos of Scottish tit spilled out from beneath <laughs> its clammy embrace. <laughs> My word, lassie, you've plenty tit to spare. Sure, it's enough to provide a bouncy castle facility for a family of mice. Aye, and I see your personal pipe has responded appropriately, laddie. It was true. Patrick's pipe had lengthened in significance and was moving north at some pace. <laughs> if the laird shouldn't witness this amount of tit and pipe in such proximity we are done for, I must leave here. Goodbye, lassie. I shall remember you until I'm a death. And Patrick ran home as fast as he could, his personal pipe bouncing around his undies like a slug in a tumble dryer. He shut the door behind him and walked into the scullery, where to his great fear and surprise stood a hooded man holding a brass telescope. Who are you, and what do you want? Never you mind that inquiry, laddie. I seen you with my own eyes through this telescope, gazing upon the tit of a lassie bequeathed to the laird. For that you must die. The man lowered his hood, raised up a musket, and shot Patrick in the chest. But it was no the musket shot that killed him. It was what he saw underneath the hood as it was removed. For the man had the face of Andrew Ma. <laughs> the face of Andrew Ma. The face of Andrew Ma. Of course, the face the of face Andrew Ma. Andrew Ma. Fantastic. Well, stuff. thank you, Pastor Snippers. Yeah, thanks for uh, supporting our podcast and. Um, Giving us a reason to live. Yeah, it's much appreciated. Yeah. Um, back soon with little bits and pieces. We hope, yeah, Andrew? Yeah, odds and suds. Yeah. And I'm Neil Hunt, and I'm <laughs> loving my fucking life. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 